Breaking news out of downtown Detroit, Lafayette Coney Island has been shut down due to the presence of rat shit. City officials said they saw complaints of the presence of rats at the restaurant, but when they went to investigate, they only found poop, which is apparently enough in today's America to shut down a staple cornerstone restaurant. Number one, if you're going to Lafayette, expect rats, expect poop. It's part of the experience. Welcome to Detroit. Number two, if you see rats and you see poop, congrats, you've gotten the full experience. But don't narc on social. Number three, don't even pull your phone out at Lafayette. They don't have Wi-Fi. They don't even take fucking credit cards. Just sit there, eat your hot dog, and behave yourself. Number four, City of Detroit Health Department. Grow up. You, me, and anyone with eyes know that that place has got rats, and you know that rats poop. Rats are basically running the kitchen of that place. To shut it down four days before week one of the Lions is absolutely disgraceful. Grab a couple of Clorox wipes, and let's be done with this. And lastly, I would lady and the tramp a Coney dog from Lafayette with a rat before I ever sat down in a Chalk with straight shots and then pop bottles. Yeah. Flirt with the hood rats, then pop models. Uh -huh. Chalk with yeah. straight shots and then pop bottles. Yeah. Flirt with the hood rats, then Okay, pop we poppin' champagne like we won a championship game. Look like I got on a championship game. Cause I ball hard. Don't just me by harder. I am the bird man. Hello and welcome to episode 76 of The Fizz. Thank you all for joining us. We are very happy to be here recording on a Tuesday evening, and you guys will hear this on Thursday. I'm here with my main men, Chandler. Chandler, how are we doing today? Frank, doing great. How are you, man? Doing awesome. Doing awesome. And the big slip bandit, just getting loose for the season. Big Lou, how we doing? Doing good, baby. Happy to be back, ready for some NFL action. <sighs> Aren't we all? Aren't we all? Just getting so fired up for it. Absolutely. The college has been a real nice taste, though, this past weekend. Yeah. Can't deny that. I actually can't believe of half the shit we saw uh, this weekend in college football. It was a, a lot of crazy stuff going on, but outside of that, what did you do, Frank? I know you had some... Some wild things that you got into this weekend. Yeah, uh, Labor Day weekend. I actually did my first uh, silent disco. Um, it was like all 70s disco themed. It was pretty good. Threw on a, threw on a pretty good outfit. Had the T-neck going with like a, like a lion chain. I saw that outfit. That was a fucking fantastic fit. Dude, I want to just make that my like look. Forever. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's just the look I want to go with. It was, it was so great to it was, dress It was like very shaggy-esque. Yeah, that, everyone kept asking me... Uh, you know, where, where, like, the mystery mobile was, and I was leaving clues all around, which is basically me just losing rings that were too big to wear. Um, but it was good. You're like Sonic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I drank, you know, about 100 beers, a bunch of tequila, a lot of shots, got got pretty tuned up on Friday. Um, but I was telling my buddy with, like, those silent discos, what I liked, like, so much was just, like, you don't have to talk to anybody. Dude, those are awesome. I've done a few myself, and they are always a good time. Yeah, I had no idea. Like, you get the three different – colored channels on them for you guys who've never done them it's basically you get a set of headphones um and then there's for this for the one i had it had three channels on it and the headphones would light up different colors so it was like blue green and red and each channel was like a different genre of music and a different playlist and then you can like see everyone at the party what channel they're on um so you could like be like oh we're on the same level or we're not at all and yeah so you like alluded to it like do you have to you like take your headphone off to talk to yes. people or yes. like, so it's like, you don't want to even do that, right? No, not at all. So yeah. what do you do? Like, did you like lock eyes with someone and like switch to the same channel or something? Or? So like the, the way they did it, I thought was perfect. So like for the first like 
almost like two hours. Like we didn't have the headphones or anything. It's not like we showed up and it was like that. You know, everyone get, everyone yeah. kind of says like, what's up, hangs out for a little bit. Uh, gets kind of, no looped. one, everyone showed up and just put the headphones on. <laughs> no one talked the whole time. Yeah. I mean, if you were to walk back there, whatever. So yeah, it, like you get all lubed up, but then yeah, essentially you look around the party and it's like dark out. So you can see exactly what channel everyone's on and you're like, Oh, I'm on blue, but it looks like everyone over there is on red. I want to see what they're, what they're doing. And we kind of had like a funky, uh, like disco-y channel, sort of like a closer to more modern EDM. And then the last one was just like full on like 2000s, like like 2000 songs and then like punk rock. Okay. So it was just like a wide variety of whatever you wanted to do. There we go. It was sweet. It was really cool. What, what do you think you played the most of? I, uh, I would definitely say I found myself on that, that early pop punk channel like more than i thought i would mm-hmm. um but i but also like the funky jazz one as well okay sure. but honestly i was kind of like just bopping all around yeah yeah it was it was a wonderful thing and if someone would come up to talk to you, you could either you know indulge them and pop a headphone off or you could just pretend you're lost in the sauce <laughs> i wore my sunglasses the whole night couldn't see anything there we go yeah Big sunglass weekend <laughs> yeah yeah so what did you guys get into I feel like this is actually, like, now that we're talking about it, just one of the bigger, like, bender weekends of the year, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I mean, agree. I feel like we all did a pretty hefty amount of drinking. We had, I know Chandler, him and I had a wedding out of town, and uh, we were absolutely going wild uh, that weekend in enemy territory, unfortunately. But uh, <laughs> Ann Arbor's always a good time when you're just drinking and hanging out with the boys. Yeah, yeah. it was uh, a bloodbath. We were kind of talking before the show, but, I mean... Shots were flowing literally during cocktail hour and right after dinner. Um, it was a four o'clock cocktail hour start. Outdoor wedding. Dinner's like at eight. Oh my bro, it was about <laughs> ninety-five degrees out when the sun was up. I was sweating fucking bullets. Great group of guys, lot of old time friends, a yeah. yep. lot of different groups of people, a lot of friends there. We had a lot of fun. Went out after. Nice. I didn't survive the morning. Yeah. Um Threw up for the first time in maybe four or five years after drinking. Nice. But, um, yeah, got that out of the way, and it kind of feels good now. I kind of feel, you know, kind of replenished or something. relief. Yeah. You still got yeah, it. Man. Good yeah. for you. Yeah, yeah, I had a rough night. Went down hard as well and uh, bounced back not at all the next day or two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, zero no. fucking recovery. No, yeah. I was absolutely in the cellar. <laughs> yeah, I was Toast Malone pretty much this whole weekend. Today after is like the, the disco. best I've felt in a while. Correct, so. and I'm still not 100% whatsoever. Definitely. Definitely a little shaky, a little anxious for the first start of the week. But it is just kind of like you follow all these like accounts and you see like the whole internet and it's like, you know, someone was calling me like at, at eight, like 8 a.m. this morning and it was just like, dude, it's the Tuesday back from Labor Day. Can we just, can we relax? Right. Put, can we punt this till 10? <laughs> can I get a little loose here before we jump right into it? Oh man, yeah, 100%. So yeah, good stuff. Um, but also big news, uh, Channy, you turned, you turned 32, didn't yeah. you? The big three, two this week. And I did monumental year. Everyone knows that. Yeah. It's, uh, I was thinking about it, you know, when I saw the, the show sheet here today and I'm like, what is 32? So I thought, what's your favorite 32 athlete? 32? So number 32. So if you need help with it, I can give you help, but there's a couple big time 32s and you should really be thinking about one Spartan alum. Is, uh, wait, I, can you, could you have any 32s off the top of your head? Cause I, I always, you know, I do this thing in my head sometimes and I'm like actually trying to fall asleep. I'll try to name numbers of each player. And I always get a little dicey around the thirties cause 
32, definitely not a big hockey number. No. How about this one? One hint. The yep. Magic Man. Oh, yeah. my God. Okay. That's right. Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson. 32. The Big Diesel. Oh, yeah. Shaq. Shaq. I'm, thinking, I'm, not, I'm like completely blanking on big men in basketball. Didn't know this guy was. Didn't know they had numbers back then, to be honest. Jim Brown. Oh. 32. It's an yeah. ugly number for him. Sandy Koufax, and maybe the best nickname in basketball, the mailman, Carl Malone, 32. They all wore 32. All wore 32. Never played really 32 on Kino or Roulette. You know? I've never, I've never gone near away from 32. I can name 31s and 33s. Yeah. 32s just escaped me. No, it's, it's, it's an uneventful year. Um, you know, started it off with a bang, hung over, threw up in a parking lot. <laughs> um, so I found out I couldn't, you know, recover as quickly as I used to. Yeah, it's um, not 23. Yeah, but other than that, you know, 32 isn't uh, – it, it wasn't circled on the calendar. Let me just put it that way. Yeah, I mean, uh, even my, my buddy, this uh, Silent Disco, uh, you know, that was a 30th for him. So – you know, it's a milestone or whatever, but we both just talked about uh, how much we hate when our birthdays are just, like, acknowledged or celebrated. It's just kind of like, you know, this is this is a day. Another day. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't For do sure. much except survive. It's yeah. just an excuse to get together with friends and fam yeah, and just have some booze. Throw some headphones yeah. on and get at, puke yeah. in a parking lot. That's yeah, it. exactly, man. <laughs> get it out of the way. Could be worse. Feel relieved. Yeah, so I was looking for if you had any any new wisdom um, at this age, or if you were told anything. No, but I, I I welcomed my 32nd birthday with an interesting situation. So I want to see what you guys would or wouldn't do in this situation. Okay. So I go out to dinner Friday night with my mom, my stepdad. Get there about eight o'clock. Went to Ogan Real Detroit. Great oh, restaurant. Great restaurant. Great restaurant. Great by the way, yeah, I, I highly suggest it. Got the squid ink pasta. Yeah. Swordfish. Very good food podcast. Big hipster. Vibes, but yes. totally, yeah. We're more fast food range, but I'll I'd fuck with Oak and Real. Huge on swordfish. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, nonetheless, I get there, and we're going to Ann Arbor on Saturday afternoon for the wedding. Mm-hmm. Okay, so get there, um, and I my stepdad's an alum. He's a season ticket holder for Michigan. Um, so I ask Tough. him, "Hey, you going to be in Ann Arbor tomorrow?" He's like, "Yeah, I'm going to the game. I got my suite for the game." Okay. Um, are you guys going to be down there? I said, yeah. He said, okay. Well, I got two extra tickets in my suite if you want to come to the game. Okay. So I kind of look at Maddie, and Maddie's like, you know, Chandler's not going to go to a Michigan game. Right. But then I look, and I'm like, it's a suite. It's free. Uh Uh-huh. I don't have to stay long, and I'm not rooting for Michigan. That This is just just painting the whole picture here. Yes. Was this – wasn't your wedding Friday? No, the wedding was Saturday. Okay. So Saturday afternoon, I had to be in Ann Arbor anyway. Right. Wedding didn't start till four. Yeah. Game starts at noon. Got it. So what I did is I took the tickets. Mm-hmm. I went for the second quarter of the game. Yeah. Eight, left. Yeah. Now you, you Spartan alum, obviously big Spartan fans. Yeah. I got a little grief from some of my Wolverine buddies that yeah. said, oh, he's going to a Michigan game. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm going to be in Ann Arbor. Yeah. It's free tickets. It's a suite and it's not a big game. Right. Yeah, I mean, and, and, you know, it was like your parents who invited you. Correct. Um, this wasn't a work thing. No. Um, I mean, and, like, it couldn't have been a more perfect – you were already – you had to be in Ann Arbor anyways. Correct. Um, you know, I don't, the free food – this is a tough one for me. I'm just yeah. – I'm trying to, like, think of the whole thing. I don't, but I, I would have went. I, yeah, like, you know, here's the thing. I, whether, whether it would have boiled down to me going or not – 
like I don't you were in a like a not a lose lose or it was just kind of like yeah. I don't blame you for the situation you're in. Right. You weren't there like with your face painted and I mean, I'm, I'm probably never going to go back to the big house Correct. unless Michigan State plays there. So. And it was a suite. Yeah. So it's like you're basically just like, right? yeah, hanging out. It's more yeah. of like saying like, yeah, thanks for inviting me. I'll show up. I right. should eat you something know? before I do all these shots. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Were you too. wearing um, your full suit or tux at the game? No, no, no. <laughs> no. no. See, that would, have been, them off. that would have been like electric <laughs> if you were there in your full suit and tie. No, 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 no. I went neutral. I didn't. I was not wearing any blue, any yellow, none of that. Yeah, of course. I don't even own no. those colors. Neutral. No, I don't blame you for going there at all. I don't, yeah, maybe I would have gone, maybe I wouldn't have, but I don't think I would have not gone based on just like loyalty to not watching Michigan. It would have been right. like logistical if like my wife could have been ready for the wedding. Still time. cool being around college football atmosphere at the end of the day, right? Yeah, good, good weather in the suite. I don't blame you at all. 100%. No. Yeah. Walked by the golf course, looked like it was rocking, like got me really juiced up yeah. for a, a, a fall Saturday in East Lansing. This right. And we were already coming in there with the W in our pocket, so it's like we're feeling good. Whatever happens out there, whatever happens out there. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And I Hope mean, both teams have fun. There's, defi- <laughs> <laughs> there's definitely a, uh, you know, there was, there's stuff to watch with the quarterback shit getting mixed up, you know. Fucking Cade's on pins and needles with everything yep. he does. He, he lost that job. It's over. Yeah. yeah it's very I, obvious. I think that's – it's Toast Malone, uh, personally. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much I had. And then I do have – I had some uh, interesting headlines before we got into uh, football here, you guys, that I thought we could share with the world. So, um, over the weekend – actually, this wasn't over the weekend, but I found this article – um, from NPR, a credible source, uh, that just says a shipment of baby whites turns out to be $11.8 million worth of cocaine. I swear to God, I'm not a lunatic. I swear to you. This is real. This is real. This is a real headline. Uh, I'll read you kind of the, the spark notes here. But U.S. Customs and Border Protection officers discovered more than 1,500 pounds of cocaine hidden in a place where you least expected a shipment of, of baby wipes. The narcotic seizure occurred last Friday at the Laredo Columbia Solidarity International Bridge. I'm trying to figure out what that is. The bridge located on the U.S. Mexican border. Blah blah blah. The officials say they stopped a tractor trailer, a truck bringing it across the border. Um, yeah, eleven point eight million dollars worth of cocaine. Um, it's a prime example of border security and why we need it. Yada yada yada. That's pretty much the whole headline there. Um, it's just kind of wild. Like you watch shows like Breaking Bad and they do all this crazy shit and you're like, that crazy shit doesn't happen. Right. And it's, it's happening every just day. Just think about how much of it actually gets through the border. Yeah. You know, like they got lucky and got one of them that did, you know, like fuck. Largest cocaine bust in 20 years. Crazy. That wasn't the first truck to try to do that. Hell no. That's insane. Well, no, what else is insane is estimated street value of 11.8 million. That's so much. Is that with inflation? (laughs) Like that's that's, Joe's America. You know, that's like part of one truck. Yeah. You know, like how many trucks are actually getting through? How many boats? How many planes? Like for every one they stop, ten make it through. Right. Exactly. 
it, the biggest one in 20 years. Insane. Right, exactly. Have you guys ever seen that clip of like they're on the water and it's like the border patrol and it's like that submarine and like that marine like jumps on the submarine and like undoes the top of the hatch and shit like that. Have you ever seen that one? That's they're catching drug smugglers there too. Those are cocaine guys as well. What is this? It, I don't. It, it's like a clip on the internet. It's like, oh, really? It's like, a, it's like a fuck yeah America clip, and it's just like you know. You ever seen the Marines like with the fucking yeah, yeah. Tony yeah, Stark yeah, yeah. jetpacks? It's like those guys, and there's like a submarine that pops up for a second. Oh. And this guy jumps on it, like undoes the hatch, and like yeah, I know what you know, you're talking about. It's full on Mark Wahlberg right. fucking <laughs> two like guns. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like it, who knows if it's real? It's probably just like hey, put these out. Well, that's this like, like just military. like what you said, like like you know, like oh, it's just a movie, like. No, it's not just a movie. Yeah. We are flying jetpacks. We're Correct. smuggling yes. drugs across the border. Like this is no, no, it's not just a movie. I will say these these bricks of cocaine do look exactly like baby wipes. Like I'm looking right at the right at the pic there. If that's it, I don't think that's just no, that's the picture. That's it. Yep. A lot of blow. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah. Baby well, wipes. Who would have thunk it? <laughs> Who'd have thought? Well, speaking of cocaine, something else that gets me really juiced up. Is uh, the NFL? Man, we, what are we doing, man? That's probably not the right one I wanted to hit there, but the whole soundboard is uh, the whole soundboard is Dan Campbell. So uh, we got to get into it. Yes, sir. So, guys, full slate this weekend. This is what we've been itching for the entire year. It always feels like when NFL season ends that it's it's never coming back. That's at least how I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when it gets here, it's just unbelievable. And then you think it's never going to end. And then, you know, I just feel like you find yourself in like week 15 or 16 being like, how's the year flying by like this? Um, but I'm happy we're back and I'm fucking juiced up. You know, this could be one of the, the deepest years that I can remember in the NFL. If you really think about it, there's probably six to seven teams in the AFC that have a realistic chance of going to the Super Bowl. I can't remember the last time we could say six or seven teams going into a season could actually make the Super Bowl from a conference. Yeah, I I think the AFC is an absolute – I wrote the word toss-up. I right. just wrote toss-up because yeah. I think anything in the world can happen over there. And then I think it's it's kind of interesting. Uh, and, you know, we could just be, like, eating our foot by the middle of the year here. But, like, in the NFC, it feels like the division winners, at least, like top four or five are pretty, like, rock solid. We'll see. Yeah, I guess we will see. We will see. I guess we will, Chandler. I'm excited to make some of our picks, but um, I agree with you. I think there's it makes us look good because there's 10 or 11 teams that could make the playoffs in the AFC, Mm -hmm. and you can justify it. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, 100%. Curious if we'll have uh, that division, um, you know, NFC East probably, who's like just like absolutely like nine wins get you to get you the division. What is it? Almost 20 years where there's not a back-to-back winner in the NFC East. Is it really? Yes. No I don't way. think there's been a back-to-back winner since like 04. That's crazy. Wow. And Dallas won it last year. Dallas won it last year? I thought Philly did. No. Philly made the playoffs because they played at Tampa Bay, right? Good Dallas call. They made it on the last day the of the year. Over the, yeah. Yep. 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 You're right. Good call. So before we like get into like picking and shit like that, you know, kind of curious what you guys just in general are like excited to see, you know, for this year, Lions, anything, Detroit Lions, golf, I don't know. You guys want to talk about anything you're excited for? I mean, I'm jacked up for the Lions, obviously. We got the hard knock stuff going on already, so 
That that's full systems go. I should note that we haven't seen the last episode yet. That it comes on tonight. So yep. anybody listening to this on Thursday, we're not ignoring it, even though it's probably going to be boring as shit. And even though we thought it ended last week, <laughs> yeah. No, it's not on the show sheet it, anymore. It, yeah, and like I was so worried before this year started about like us timing these around hard knocks, and then like after the second episode, there's been nothing to fucking watch. No, at all. Yeah. So I mean, I'm I'm jacked up for Lions Week One tickets secured. I, I mean, I'm definitely betting on him plus four. Mm-hmm. Not going to be one of my picks this week. No. But I am for sure taking them to enjoy the game a little bit more. Yeah. No, no, no. shit. Yeah. I mean, and so will I. I mean, I'll get um, half a beer in me and I'll text you where you're at and I'll, I'll just keep doubling down with every text that I send to you. Um, and then if we meet in person, forget about it. That's all she wrote. We're dipping into the 401k before kick. Time to rock. <laughs> well, Bunch of props, too. A couple things. I'm just. Excited for this year, like super curious about uh, Russ in Denver. Like that one storyline, just I feel like uh, to me, the whole thing is like fucking crazy how the Seahawks, I don't know, let him go traded, whatever you want to say. Like, I don't know how that situation got to that point. And then he's, he's like, he's in the division. Right. You know, like it blows my mind right. of how that happens. Yeah. Big name player, too. I mean, gone to two Super Bowls, won one, kind of in the prime of his career. He's, what, 33, 32? And and he's absolutely the guy that, like, he is one of those guys that's just like, oh, well, you have Russ. Like, there's seven seven or eight wins. Right, right. Almost. I mean, last year was his only losing season. Good face to a franchise, too. Dude. He's a great guy. (laughs) I mean, he seems like a stand-up dude. I love Russ. I really do. And, like, him going to Denver to me is just like – with the Seahawks, it's kind of like, I just think like, well, if you have him and you have DK, lock it. I don't know. Like, it's just like, what was the big, did he just want out? Like, I don't, I don't I think the team was so far gone that he felt like there wasn't any like additions that were going to get him to that point. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I think they needed so many pieces. He was just kind of like, I did all I can do for Seattle. Want a fresh start type deal. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. I'm also kind of pumped. And obviously not in the division. I misspoke there, but. Yeah. <laughs> um, I The other thing I'm pretty Not excited to check conference. out. <laughs> I think I got confused because they play each other the first week. That's all right. Yeah. Regardless. Yeah. Tyreek in Miami. I think mm. that's going to be a nice light show to watch. Him and Tua hooking up. You think Tua's got any, like, people have, like, written him the fuck off. They have. I don't understand why. I still think he's got it. I think Tua's going to have a solid year. I saw some shitty clip on, like, NFL's Instagram, and he looked like he had a fucking noodle. I thought he was throwing with the wrong hand, and then I remembered he's left-handed. Yeah, I'm not sure he's it, to be honest (laughs) with you. I'm excited for uh, second-year quarterbacks overall. Mac Jones, good year last year. Trey Lance taking over the starting job. Justin Fields, new regime, terrible O-line, no weapons. But people like what they saw out of him out of preseason. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, Doug Peterson, good quarterback coach. Gets ETM back, who was his college teammate. Um, so I'm excited to see second year quarterbacks. I think there's going to be two that have big leaps this year. And who are they? Uh, well, I told you last time, fantasy, uh, my best fantasy pick, top five, Trey Lance. I think he'll be a top five quarterback. And um, I'll do a bold prediction later here in the show, but Fine. I think Trevor Lawrence is going to have a big year. Okay. Uh, it doesn't bother you at all that San Fran kept Jimmy G around? No, I did see reports, though, that 
mentioned that uh, he was maybe a little annoyed with it, I think was the quote. That is uh, NFL Rumors Twitter, yeah. who tweets out I can't out imagine emotions. that he was excited about it. <laughs> yeah. So That um, is NFL Rumors uh, to a T. Yep. One of the best Twitter accounts just tweets out, like, what guys are feeling. Right. It's like, where did you hear Trey that? Trey Lance angry. Yeah, Trey Lance a little upset, in 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 quotes. Right. He he, Kyle Shanahan, good coach. Yeah. It's easy to succeed in his system. I don't think Jimmy G's anything special. He looked really good. It's kind of like, dare I say, Goff when he was with McVay. Okay. Looked better because the coach was better, had a good scheme. Yep. So Good to see it. I'm excited to see that this year, and I'm also excited to see the Lions, to be honest with you. Oh! I've been down on them. I've yeah. been down on them for a while. I think they've had two good drafts. I don't think they're there yet, but I think they can get into the six to seven win range. There it is. Down from three or whatever we've had the past couple years. So uh, I'm excited to see the Lions. I think their schedule sets up, and I think they could make a run at 500. I would love an app. Well, they're walking to nine. Easily. As, as me and, as me and Lewis <laughs> Nine said. is the floor. <laughs> Nine's the floor. So, um, well, we love to hear it. So, Welcome what? aboard, Chandler. We're happy to have you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> welcome, welcome. So, all right, boys, we got to do some predictions here. We'll talk about, uh, you know, all the divisions, and then I want your conference championship matchups, um, and then the Super Bowl, but we'll get there. But um, where do you want to start, the AFC or the NFC? Let's do the NFC. I think the AFC is a lot better conversation. Yeah. I, was, I was thinking that as, as well. Um, so Channing, you got your notebook primed. You're like gripping it. I see it right now. Why don't you, why don't you lead us off, uh, in the NFC and we'll go with, you know, why don't you pick the division? Okay. Why don't I'm you gonna, pick? I'm going to start off here in the NFC North. Okay. Been a long off season for this team. Uh, a lot of turnover, a lot of question marks, a lot of uncertainty at points. I don't see the Packers giving it up just yet. I think they're on their way out, but I think they still have enough this year to take down the NFC North. So I got the Packers slightly edging out the Vikings for the NFC North. Wow, okay. Kind of surprised to, to hear that from you, Chandler. I actually went with the, uh, with the dogs of that conversation, though, and I like the Vikings to take the North this year. I think they have a little bit more weapons and uh, better defense as well. So I, I just... You know, number one, Chandler picked the Packers to win the Super Bowl last year. He, he said that week one, he said it throughout the whole year, and I had it fully, I fully believed him when we got to the playoffs too, and so did 96% of that pool you put together. Yes. You put that yeah. together, right? Yeah. That was sickening. Yeah. I sh- we all should have been shot for that. <laughs> that fucking there's 29 people or whatever in that thing, and like 27 picked the Packers to win the fucking Super Bowl. It was over <laughs> as soon as San Fran won. That was absolutely gutless. One guy picked the fucking Rams. What a joke. That was pathetic on everyone's <laughs> part, and I'm part of it as well. Bunch of fucking, bunch <laughs> of fucking sheep, man. You got to be kidding me. So, number two... With that said, I'm absolutely going Packers. You know, everyone wants to make a big deal about uh, Devontae Adams. Aaron Rodgers is still there. He's just going to make a superstar out of someone else, in my opinion. And I think they're probably figuring out that running back situation even better with Jones and Dylan calling it 1A, 1B. Um, I personally think the Vikings is just people taking them because they're the next best team in the division and they're sick of picking the Packers every year. I think that's it's just it's just not wanting to pick the just Packers. boredom. Yeah, it's just boredom. I don't. I mean, I, they also lost like Devonte. Yeah, which Aaron I just Jones said. is pretty much beat down. <laughs> okay, get AJ Dillon sucks. fresh legs, dude. We'll I think see. I think the Packers just they're gonna. It's just Rogers. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I think Packers defense is underrated as well. Jair Alexander, Rashawn Gary, 
Zadarius Smith. So at the end of the day, give me the pack. Yeah. How old's Thielen now? He's young. I think he's what, like twenty two. <laughs> I just want to thank you guys for not either picking either of you picking the Lions. Well, I knew the Kool Aid was flowing, but yeah. at least you guys still have some journalistic integrity. I was holding back. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. It was yeah. It was. I thought about it for quite a bit in the shower today. You know, when Wasn't everyone's easy. calling me for work and I'm still in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. Uh, Chandler, you picked the last one, so I'll, let's move to the. Um, we'll go. Let's go to the least exciting division, in my opinion. We'll go to the NFC East. Um, so, like you said, what the no one's won this thing back to back in uh, in what since two thousand one or something like that. Yeah, in like twenty years. Yeah, yeah. twenty years. Well, uh, I kind of already showed my hand on this one. Uh, I just think, and I thought this team. I think I said last year this was going to be the worst team in the NFL. Um, and then they ended up making the playoffs. But the Eagles, the Eagles, I think, are the team that wins the division this year. I think the Commanders went backwards, signed in Carson Wentz. Um, and I just like, I don't know. I just don't. I think the Cowboys are perpetual fucking like choke Chokies. Artists. Yeah, choke yeah. artists. Pizzo? Yeah, I'm going to go with the Cowboys, actually, Frank, unfortunately, <laughs> with uh, whatever you thought there. But I think Dak. You know, Tony Pollard, I think, is going to have a much bigger role this year, and I think that he's honestly going to move Zeke almost out of the picture by the end of the year. I think he'll be a better, the better running back. I like CD a lot. I think Gallup's solid. Um, offensive line is, is going to be shaky, though. I know they've had a couple injuries and defenses, whatever, but I think Dak's going to have a big year this year, so I like the Cowboys. Coach Campbell, please speak on my behalf. I swear to God I'm not a lunatic. I swear to you. So, Frank, we talked about it. Almost 20 years, no back-to-back winners. I'm looking down the board. Eagles, everyone and their mother loves the Eagles. That seems way too easy. Carson Wentz on the Commanders. Uh, I don't know if I can pick that. So who does that leave us? Oh, my God. Are you going to do this? Don't do this. Who does it leave us? I I don't even want to say it. Big Blue? Gee. (laughs) I love Saquon Barkley this year. I love Danny Dimes. What is it? Brian Dable. And that defense is going to be tough. Give me the G-Men. I don't understand. For the NFC East. I don't get what's wrong with Giants fans. Like, you and one other guy I know will not, like, let them go. They fucking suck. They suck. Big Giants guy. They're going to come in last in that division. We'll see. Dude, they're going to come. They stink. Galladay? Galladay's not even running routes because he doesn't want We don't want him. him. Kadarius Tony. Big year out of (laughs) Kadarius Tony here. So what's up with Dimes? Is this Dime? Didn't they, like, deny his fifth-year option or something? Yeah, Yeah. this is his last year. So you tell me he's playing playing for his life? Brian Dable, Buffalo Bills O-coordinator the past couple years. I know. He turned Josh Allen into something. Not saying that's what Danny Dimes is, yeah. but at the end Pumped of the, the day, there. let's just uh, let's see what happens. I like the G men. Is Gettleman still there? Is he gone too? No, he's gone as well. Yeah. So Gettleman and Joe Judge was New York's version of Quinn and Patricia. Yep. Correct. And, Maybe, was and they're not turning better? that around in a year. <laughs> no, they're not. We'll see. No, we'll see them in the basement of that division. They fucking stink. All right, Pizzo, you're up for the next division. Pick whatever one you want and then tell us your winner. All right, NF, I'm going to go with the NFC South, and I'm going to get a little crazy, I think. 
Yeah. And go with your boy, Frank, and the Panthers, Young Baker, and the Carolina <laughs> Panthers. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, what are you? <laughs> this, is a sh- this is a very dog pick on my this listeners This is the dog of dog pick. This is a dog shit pick. <laughs> Do not sleep on the Carolina Panthers this yes, year. We're CMC snoozing. coming back big. Baker, a lot to prove. Even sprinkle oh. a little bit of ML- uh, NFL MVP on uh, old Baker there and just see what happens. What are you saying? And I like the Panthers to take the NFC South, boys. You Let's have sprinkle NFL MVP. <laughs> see what happens? You're going to lose your money. That's five gonna... unit. <laughs> Dude, that's way too much. Unit. Come ha- on, Half man. a unit on Baker MVP? Yes, that's, gonna, that's a write-in va- vote. That's, that's trash ass, man. Let me restore order. Please. NFC South. This team has probably been the best team in the NFC South for the last 10 years. They've got a quarterback that's got a lot to prove. And no, I'm not talking about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm talking about the New Orleans Saints. Jameis Winston, big year. Got a lot of threats on the outside. Jarvis Landry, Chris Olave, Mike Thomas. And I think there's just too much going on in Tampa Bay. Todd Bowles, new coach. Tom Brady, odd offseason. Rumor has it he's having some personal issues. Give me the Saints to take the NFC South. I do respect your guys' uh, need to shake it up or whatever the hell just got your rocks off there, but I'm just going to keep this one simple, and the Bucks are just the Bucks are going to win that division without a doubt. They won the Super Bowl two years ago. They were fucking one fluke Hail Mary to Cooper Cup away from going to another one. Or, yeah, they would have went to another one. And I just, I just think they're the best team, and – Every time we hear this shit with Brady and his circumstances and what's going on with him, he just casually ho-hum goes out there, wins 11 games, wins the division, and goes to the playoffs. So it's the Bucks for me on an absolute no-doubter. He's always had an offensive line. Yeah. Injured offensive line this year. Trouble in Tampa. <laughs> Amen. More trouble in Carolina. No matter which way you fucking slice it. We're better if we're storm prepared. Okay. All right. In the NFC, that leaves us with the NFC West. I'm going to keep it simple here. I've been talking a lot. Although I like the Niners, and we'll get into that later, I'm going to take the Rams. No no insight there. Nothing. You just You just like them defending champs. That's the division winner, right? Yeah, because you'll figure out later what I have to talk about from the NFC West, but I think the Rams are going to win the division. Fair enough. Fair enough. I um, I got the Niners here. I just think they are the better all-around team, and I, for some reason, based on almost absolutely nothing, think the Rams will have that Super Bowl hangover. They definitely lost some key pieces, couldn't pay anyone. Stafford has had uh, – Nothing less to prove more in his life. Like, he won the Super Bowl. He did everything he could. This year, he has nothing to prove more than any year of his career. He's the face of Little Caesars. He's partying in L.A. He's got an Instagram now. I just, I'm not saying he's going to mail it in at all. I just don't know if that Super Bowl hunger is going to be back again for him to repeat. And I think it's the Niners' year to win the division. No, I'm with you, Frank. I think the same, to be honest with you. I think that Stafford's going to have just kind of an average year. I think that the Rams team is not really that hungry this year. I think the Niners are more well-rounded, and they have a bunch of guys that are hungry, and they've been close in the past to you know taking it down. And um, I think they're going to be hungry this year, so I like the Niners as well. 
Okay. That wraps up the NFC division winners. Um, we can move into the well. One thing we didn't talk about, I do want to talk about, is uh, is how Stafford is the face of Little Caesars Pizza, who is now the official pizza of the NFL. I don't know what's more insane is that Little Caesars is the official pizza of the NFL, or that they chose Matthew Stafford in LA as the face of the company. That shit blows my mind. It's got to be that they're the official pizza of the NFL is more insane, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> any Detroit company that markets with Stafford's going to get some shock value right now. So I feel like that's like the move to do right now. But a hot and sweaty little squeezers is the official pizza of the NFL. So, like, what else do they sell? That's what I'm saying. Like, on game day, they're going to say, go get your hot. Like, that's what you do on game day. What did they have before? Ready. I always wonder that. Do people go like in and order pizza? Papa John's or like Pizza Hut or Yeah, Hungry Howies. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And like, I, I will say I have no slander against Little Caesars at all. I love no. a hot and ready. I'm not above a hot and ready. Um, but it was I, still always like kind of one of the like lower grade pizzas of the area, you know, when you're like, Oh yeah, we're ordering out, we're getting carry out, we're getting delivery. It yeah. wasn't like I'm fucking hitting up little Caesars, no. you know? Mm-mm. Not a gourmet option. All right. What would you guys hate, Little Caesars? Like it's a Detroit I just said I loved staple. it. I said I loved it. You guys are like you're looking bag- at your phone and shit. You guys are like bagging on it. Like, it's a five dollar pizza. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> it's the best value in all of pizza. What the fuck? I agree. But it doesn't make it a good pizza. It's just like I eat pizza. <laughs> I think it's, it's like a good a- pizza, but it's but it, it goes full circle of what we were saying. Like, all right, big NFL Sunday. You know, we're normally getting something a little, little nicer, a little more juice to it, as opposed. When's to just the last like, time you picked up a Little Caesars, yeah, Chandler? For the boys. A Little Caesars, yeah. yeah, probably like a week ago. Okay, not bad. Fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think you, I think you missed something though. We weren't dogging at all. I even opened with, "I'm not dogging the squeeze." Pizza at all. was dogging it. I was just saying that it's not something that I'm going to order. What? You'll never get a hot. Like, That's what do you mean? He, he, how's that not dogging? Dude, it? you'll go to the pizza portal. Yeah, no, I've gotten hot and ready before. I'm not saying I haven't ate one, but it's like you if were I'm like gonna... texting us about famous bowls, dude. You fucking eat little Caesars. So don't bring KFC into this. <laughs> it's not about that. <laughs> Jesus, bro. The commercial's good. It is. It's a funny commercial. It is. He's funny. He barks at her, like. Yelling, screaming, pizza, pizza. It's there funny. had to be some connection of this going on while he was in Detroit before he went out there. And like he made an Instagram like a month before it. Yeah, I heard about all that. And too. I don't the think I don't think he around. logs in. I don't think he touches that like w- at all. Right, like that's someone else it's obviously man sure. that. So Little Caesars has has had commercials before, but they don't have any other like celebrity endorsers, do they? I can't think of. I remember the hot they always and ready have the they always have the most like off the wall. Yes. Like guy. ads ever. Right. Like the ads are nuts. Right. I can't think of one either. So I can't think of a guy that's endorsed it outside of Stafford. Because I, I don't think they've, they've, I don't think that, I think that's what's weird about Caesars. I think a lot of times people forget that it's a fucking international pizza company. Right. They have like, there's one in Italy. They're yeah. all over the world, but they feel like they're just Detroit. It does. Because the ads look like they're a fucking local commercial. <laughs> <laughs> And it's like the wings and like, I don't know. I just think it's like wings and tigers. It feels just like it's, it's only local, but it's all over the country. It's yeah. the official pizza of the NFL. And you wonder why the tigers aren't spending. It's because like they're doing shit like this, I think. I mean, it, it's a, a big brand. Have you guys ever ordered anything outside of a hot and ready there? 
I've gotten like the variations of a hot and ready. Okay. I've got like the, the Italian extra, cheese bread. Yes. That's yeah. bomb. I get the yeah. Italian and I do wait on it. Yes. Yeah. A hundred percent. I wait for that stomach ache. Yeah. Yeah. I love it though. We, so I worked there when I was a uh, senior in high school. You worked there? Yeah. I was a senior in high That's school. That's why he's defending its honor. He's got the inside scoop. Freshman in college. We used to make the Italian cheese breads with pepperonis on them and bacon crust. Unreal. Like to, uh, unreal. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that would be good. Could go toe to toe with anything. You know, dude, I worked at a pizza shop. It was like my favorite job. Oh, that's the yes. I loved it. Yes, I was at a Bushami's. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh, I like Bushami's. I was too. at a Jets. So, uh, I worked at a Jets. Did you really? Years. Oh yeah, buddy. The Pizza Boys. Oh, dude, <laughs> making noise. That's right. Fuck, dude. I was going. I would make like your own little strombolis. Like whenever yeah. the manager was gone, too, we would. You know, we would trade pizzas for different items for our characters coming to the back door. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of there was a lot of giving and going going on and pizzas yeah, but, being made, but yeah, yeah, I loved working at a pizza shop. A lot of fun. Well, with uh, with uh, Bushami's, you like you know they always have the ones like on the tray, like the grab and goes type deal. Mm-hmm. You know, you could order it, but there's always the ones out there. So I remember one time I made like a pine a ham and pineapple, like a Hawaiian one, and the manager came over and was like, "No one's gonna buy that. It's gonna sit there all day. Like, don't I don't ever want to see you do that again." Five minutes later, a guy came in, bought the whole size of that half. <laughs> and it was it was like the hardest dunk on I've had it as, as an 18 year old employee. That's incredible. Yeah, it was awesome. I still remember it. Like I'm telling you guys about it. Love it, dude. <laughs> What the guy look like who bought it? Just curious. He was <laughs> he was a blue collar guy for sure. Dirty jeans, you know. It was it was definitely lunch break after like a blue collar job or during a blue collar job for sure. There we go. Love yeah, that, baby. Yeah, it was pure Michigan fueling. Yeah, no, fueling it was the good fires. Stuff. It was good stuff. But yeah, so staffs with Caesars now, and Caesars is good. We like it. Underrated is what I would say. If Do you was, think it's on over under? Oh, I don't know. That'd be nuts if Jerry did that. If it's on there today, that would be incredible. Yeah, he'd be doing his job correctly. But it's <laughs> doubtful if it's on there. All right, let's move to the AFC. We've got more picks to uh, picks to come up with here. So I forgot where we left off. Um, I think we didn't do any in the AFC yet. Did I say NFC? Yeah, we finished that one off. Yeah, so we're in the AFC. Yep, yep. <laughs> and we haven't done anything. That is correct. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Spin the wheel. All right, sweet. All right, so where do you want to start? Pizza, we're going with you first. All right, I will start in the AFC South, and this is a team that I also think can make a Super Bowl run this year, and I'm going to go with the Colts. like the Colts a lot. Great defense, very good running game. I think Matty Ice has a pretty solid year this year. Pittman Jay catching balls, uh, nothing not to like about Indy, you know? Yeah, I would. I'm going to reverse the field here on you, Channy. Yeah, I think, uh, I think it's Colts, and it's probably the most popular pick in that division I think Titans would be the only ones um that could make some noise in it uh not to say that the Jags and Houston aren't trending up with their off seasons I still think they are just trashola especially the Jags I think it's gonna take a minute to wipe the stain that was Urban Meyer off of uh, that team and it, it is really unfortunate <laughs> <laughs> it's really unfortunate for us that he's gone because I would love to talk about Urban Meyer for the whole <laughs> he just looks like a scum of the earth type person. And we like knew it before the seasons. Like everyone knew he wouldn't last and he truly did not. Right. Yeah. So. I am going to do a clean sweep for the Fizz guys. We are all taking the Colts. I just find it uh, interesting. No one's even thinking about the Titans anymore. I feel like their window was like very small and it, it slammed shut. And I don't even see people saying they're going to go to the playoffs. I was, uh, I felt. Like, I didn't even have faith in them in the 
playoffs, mm-hmm. like in their first game. They mm-hmm. had the bye. Um, and I remember my buddy texting me and being like, you know, they won the division. They got the bye. Like, why is no one on them? I was like, I don't know. I just think they're – they just stink. Yeah, like, that's stink, but, like, they're just – I don't know. They're how not far explosive. can you ride Tannehill? Yeah. Right. That's the biggest thing. Right? And how many times can, like, Derrick Henry, like, blow out his leg and then come back and rush for 218 better? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's insane. Yeah. All right. So, Colts wagon here. Yeah. That one's pretty straightforward. Can't wait for us to – Tennessee take it down. Correct. Yeah, Tennessee's <laughs> just going to stick it in our ass. Um, all right. Next up, we'll go. I'm just, we're just all over the map here. We'll go maybe maybe the other one that probably would think is the easiest one. Curious if anyone has any upsets here. Um, but let's take a look at the AFC East. Um, obviously, Buffalo had the most like heartbreaking loss of any team last season. Lost in 13 seconds in the arguably one of the best games in the NFL's ever had. Um, it's simple for me. Josh Allen's too hungry. That city's too crazy to it, to not at least win that division. I got the bills. I agree, Frank. I think it's uh, going to get closer here, but I think the bills are still getting better year over year. Um, Josh Allen, MVP type season. Give me the bills. I'll spare you any hip fire for this one. And uh, I'm going to stay with the bills and uh, ride with this team here. This one's pretty straight up. I didn't know he was uh, – Josh Allen was, like, year five. I don't know why. Yep. I mean, that's right. It seems correct. a little fresher. For, for some reason, I thought he was, like, three or three yeah. or four, but mm-hmm. year five. Let's go. It's a big year for him. Let's go to the AFC North. Okay. This is going to be, I think, a difficult division this year. I think, I think so the too. Browns are going to be the punching bag now that Deshaun Watson's out, and I think the rest of the division's very deep, very tough, good defenses, uh, young quarterbacks. Um, I think it's going to be a bit of a surprise this year. I'm going to go with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Unbelievable. I think Mitch Trubisky is going to have a serviceable year. He did lead the Bears to the playoffs the last time he was a starter in the league. Um, they have a very good defense. They have one of the top three or four defensive players in the league. T.J. Watt, yeah, and Najee Harris, George Pickens, Deontay Johnson. Give me the Steelers. The Super Bowl losers always have a hangover. Bengals are going to have a tough year. Bengals are not going to make the playoffs this year. Okay. Wow. I love it. You know, the reason I said, oh, my God, or whatever the hell I said when you made your pick is because you just ripped my thunder right out of me. (laughs) But the one thing – you did not mention about these Steelers who are absolutely going to win this division. By the way, this division fucking rocks. You want to talk about blue collar punch in the mouth? Yeah, football? I like this division. Oh, as this well. division fucking gets me going. Yep. Like I wish my football team was in this division, but not the Browns. But <laughs> but the one thing you did not mention about the Pittsburgh Steelers is Mike Tomlin. Yep. Mike Tomlin has never lost more than eight games in a year. He's never finished under five hundred. Even with the corpse of Ben Roethlisberger and whatever was going on with Duck at quarterback and everything else in between, it doesn't matter who's there. Just they put on that yellow and black, and it's they're the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's a culture of football there, and I got them winning this division without a doubt. Maybe not without a doubt, but I feel good about the Steelers. Yeah, I mean, those are that's a good pick, but it's not the right pick. (laughs) (laughs) I actually have the Steelers finishing third in that division, and I like the Ravens to take it down. I think Lamar's going to have a huge year. I like J.K. out of the backfield. I think that Lamar is going to absolutely just turn it up with the contract stuff going on, and he's going to absolutely prove himself, and I think he might be out of 
Baltimore after this year. <laughs> but I think they are going to absolutely run wild with it. Give me the Baltimore Ravens, and then I think it's going to be the Bengals. And then I think the Steelers stink this year. I think that uh, they hate their draft pick, and that's why they're throwing Trubisky in there and just g- taking this one right down to the hole. <laughs> I really? I I think it goes – yeah, this division is an exciting one to talk about because it really does feel like a coin flip a little bit. Um, but for me, I got Steelers, Ravens, Bengals, Browns. I agree with that order. I think Browns are going to Brown – I definitely think there's a little flash in the pan with the Bengalis and with the Ravens definitely remind me of the Steelers as much as I don't like uh, Jim Harbaugh. I, I really like John Harbaugh. Yeah, um, John Harbaugh I don't know. Guy. It's a big, it's a big difference between those two guys. And I think John just runs a really good program over there. I mean, and fuck Justin Tucker. Well, according to Ball Sack Sports columnist <laughs> Luigi Pizzo, this is his last year with Lamar Jackson, so his run might come to an end here shortly. Write it down. Lou is putting together a good resume for Ball Sack, huh? Yeah. I mean, he's got some off-the-wall shit coming out of his mouth he's right got, now. He's got Carolina winning the division, yeah. and Lamar done in Baltimore after Baker this Baker half unit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Baker half unit on MVP. See what happens. Think about it. <laughs> Won't. All right. There you have it. The most debated division. Moving into the last one here. This which is a good division, too. This, yeah, could, yeah. this could be the most debated one, for sure. Uh, the AFC West, absolutely every team feels like they've improved. Um, who wants to go first here? Who's got a strong opinion? I'll no, go first because I really like this team this year. I love the Denver Broncos, the whole thing that they built out there with Russ. Sutton, Judy would be a top 10 receiver this year. Dual threat in the backfield. Absolute stunning defense. I mean, this team is looking pristine. The one thing I'll say about the Broncos, at least from a betting standpoint, is I tend to not bet against the Broncos at home, no matter how bad they are, even when they had like Teddy Bridge, Teddy Two Feet, Two Gloves out there. I agree. Uh, I don't fuck with that error. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I just got an email, but, but I don't fuck with that. I don't fuck with that air. Something weird happens air out there. Air heard you talking shit. And, then, <laughs> and that's, and they got Russ now and I love fucking Russ. So I do like the Broncos, but I don't have him winning the division. Who you got Frank. So looking at it up and down, I just gave you my insight on the Broncos. I think the, um, I think the chiefs are definitely being slept on. I think Mahomes is being slept on. I think he's, he's got a little bit of a chip on his shoulder this year. I think he's going to rip it, but they're not my division winner either. I think losing Tyreek really changed the entire look of that offense. And Kelsey's getting a, getting a little bit older. Um, the Raiders, I simply will not believe you as long as Derek Carr is under center. Um, I know everyone keeps saying this is year to break out. He's great in the locker room. He's so great. I don't know. He just hasn't proven it to me, and he wears mascara and fox hats and drinks Monster. That's without a doubt. So I got the Bolts out of Los Angeles winning that division. I think Herbert's a stud. I absolutely love Austin Eckler. Undrafted. Guy just has dog mentality written all over him. Big Mike. Twinkle Toes Jones on the outside. We got our Alan. We got a squad. Twinkle Toes Jay, huh? Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm going to both enlighten you both here. Okay. It's the Bolts. Young and Lightning. Best quarterback in the division, Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Best quarterback uh, receiver connection in the division, Mahomes Kelsey. Arguable. Okay. Debatable. Best home team, Chiefs. Okay, 
I still like the Chiefs. I think Mahomes has a lot to prove. I think a lot of people put a lot more stock into Tyreek than he thinks he needed from him. And people are also forgetting about Juju Smith-Schuster. I think Juju's going to be a top 10 receiver this year. I heard a Judy top 10. No, this is Juju top 10 <laughs> this year. Well, there you have it. That is the Is that the first division that we all split on? That is the first of no the east. no the east yeah the east is a fucking mess too no and the south so never mind forget what I said so um, wow I mean I like it and, and I do really believe that like Mahomes feels like he's getting overlooked right now um, but I just I love the I love the bolts this year I think Herbert takes it to kind of that next level um, but I love it those are your division winners those are your division winners through the team so let's go a step further. Let's go a step further. Let's get into the playoffs. Um, we have our division winners. Who do you guys have playing in the NFC championship game? Okay, so you remember what I said? The Rams are going to win the NFC West. Mm-hmm. However, the 49ers are going to have a better year. I have the San Francisco 49ers playing at the New Orleans Saints in the NFC championship game this oh, year. Holy shit. That's insane. Niners at Saints? Correct. Eat that W. Yeah, oh my God. Yikes. <laughs> I swear to God, I'm not a lunatic. I swear to you. That is Chandler begging to us right now. But here, let's see. You could always be outdone here by Lou. Half oh. unit. <laughs> Half unit Lou. It's a little sprinkle. So I'm going to go with my NFC top dogs. The final game is going to be the Cowboys being hosted by the Minnesota Vikings. And I like the Cowboys to upset the Vikings in the NFC on the road. Unbelievable. That's incredible. Going to get wild. Um, Those are very exciting picks. Those are teams that people aren't picking. Mine is is straight. Cheap talk. Uh, mine is not exciting at all. I have the Tampa Bay Bucks at Lambeau Field playing the Packers. Oh, wait. That is not what I meant to do. Yes, it was. <laughs> I, have, I have the Bucks. I have the Bucks. It sounded right. <laughs> no, yeah, it is. It is right. The Bucks are at the Packers. It's straight chalk, but I do think that's just what's going to happen. You're going to have your Brady Rodgers matchup. In the conference final, there we say that AFC is wide open this year. Then we have six different teams <laughs> in the NFC. Yeah, we have six different teams. So there you have it. There's oh. no consensus. Who do you have here. winning that game, Frank? Uh, I have the Bucks beating the Packers on the road. I got the Bucks going back to the Super Bowl. Wow! Wow! Yeah. So let's jump it over to the AFC. I'll lead off. Um, you guys probably already know which team I have hosting this. I have a winning the division we just talked about. I'm big on them, but they'll be playing a wild card team with, uh, within the division. They're going to be hosting. They're going to be hosting the Broncos in the AFC Championship. The it's Bills. The Chargers. Char- oh, sorry. Yeah, the Broncos and Chargers. Oh wow. Yeah. In the AFC ship. And who you like coming out of that I one? I got the Chargers going to the Super Bowl. So I got Chargers, Bucks, Super Bowl. Okay. Chargers, Bucks. But they're playing the Broncos. All right. Lou? I am going to go with the – I have the Denver Broncos as well. Oh, Jesus. But I have them in Buffalo taking on Josh Allen and the boys. I like it. I keep getting emails. Sorry. Who do you like to come out of that one, Lou? 
man, I hate to say it, but I think that Josh Allen and the boys at home in the tough weather <laughs> get the job done and make it to the Super Bowl. Okay, okay. So, <clears throat> I like Pittsburgh to win the AFC North. However, I like Baltimore to make it to the NFC or the AFC championship game. Pizzo, you said it. He's playing for a contract. He's got a chip on his shoulder. I think Lamar has a huge year this year. And they are going to be playing at Buffalo. Ravens at Bills? Correct. Lamar Jackson is going to make a Super Bowl this year. Wow. Wow. There you have it, folks. I have San Francisco versus Baltimore in my Super Bowl. San San Fran, Baltimore. All right. And then who you got winning? Who's your Super Bowl winner this year? My Super Bowl winner, big year for this guy. I've been on him since the start of the podcast. Trey Lance in the San Francisco 49ers. That's crazy. Wow, wild. Crazy talk to me. Pizzo? Um, out of the two that I had, Bills versus the Cowboys, I'm taking the Bills to win the Super Bowl. Unbelievable. We have the Cowboys in the Super Bowl, according to Lou. And then for me... I have the Bucks versus the Chargers with the Bolts winning the Super Bowl. It goes back to L.A., but with a different team. Unfortunate for everybody. And I apologize to the people of San Diego. Let's that's go. Tough. So that's it. There's your picks. We have there – was, there was nothing aligned there whatsoever. No, I thought no. there was going to be a lot more chalk involved. Um, but we have San Fran, the Bills, and the Chargers as your Super Bowl champions. Here we go. All right. There we go. But that's far away. So there's all your future picks, team. Hope you enjoy. The, um, but the much more important is the present. And much more important is our standing and competing, betting each week. And this is the prime time. This is the real deal. This is why the show even exists. It's why, it's why we're here. We're going to pick three games for you guys on this first week, week one NFL, right here on the show. Um, you can ride with us, you can fade us, whatever you want. Um, but this is what we're going to do right now. And then always follow the Instagram and up for those primetime games, those Thursday night games, the, the Sunday night games, the Monday night games, uh, check my story, check the Instagram. That's where you'll see our picks there, but we're keeping score. And as you may remember from last week, we're rewarding dog picks. So if we have dogs on the picks and you hit those, that's two points. Um, if you pick a favorite and that hits, one point, and obviously a miss is zero. So three picks coming right up, uh, nine in total from the guys here. Um, so does anyone want to lead off? I'll take it, Frank. Cool. What was one of my favorite trends last year, Frank? We, we had some good weeks betting together. I had a couple things that I liked. Well, you liked – did you like it was um well I know you always like where the least amount of money is going. Correct. That is absolutely something you like. Like that. Um and I think there's something with potentially being a home dog. Correct. Um so that's that's where I would say the two things that you like. So a little bit of money on a team and an inner division home dog. There it is. All right. So we've got a couple inner division home dogs. I'm gonna stay on that theme today. This game just seems way too easy. I just got done toting this team. Um, I think they're a sexy pick for a lot of people this year. And they're going into a rival 
and kind of a low-key rivalry game. I'm talking about the Saints and the Falcons. I feel like these teams always scrap it up. I feel like it's always a close game. I think Mariota's serviceable. Kyle Pitts, um, we'll see if Drake London, how much he can play and how effective he is. But I just like Atlanta to be scrappy. I think they're going to keep it close, and they only have 12% of the money on them. Give me the Atlanta Falcons plus 5.5 at home against the New Orleans Saints. I love where the thought process is, Channy. And, oh boy, if you are looking for home dogs, week one, you got to love it. (laughs) There are so many home dogs. There is a ton. It actually makes me want to pee myself. Lou, you're up. All right, I'm going to get you guys hooked up on a little Saturday action. A little uh, NCAA, UNC at Georgia State. What are you doing right now? We're picking NFL games. Oh, shit. My fault. All you're good. Okay. You're good. You're okay. jazzed up. I'm no, you're sorry. good. We're going to do college next. Oh, <laughs> all right. NFL. I was like, Omaha. What? Omaha. I was like, I was like what? Te- what is, who is he referring to? I was like, is this some Baker Mayfield roundabout way Saturday of betting game? on the Panthers? Yeah. Like London? I was like tripping. Like, what? I'm like, is it in Dublin? I was my like, mistake. Fuck. My mistake. I thought we were just going like our top three picks for betting this week. I said the Broncos and the Seahawks were in the same division earlier. So, <laughs> all good. I got plenty of NFL. Well, action written down too. <laughs> Turn so the page. I got I to gotta stick with this fucking team that I've been toting the whole day. And I love this squad week one. I love Carolina yeah, I at home, minus one and a half against a very depleted, sexual assault ridden <laughs> Cleveland team. Give me Baker and the boys to take down the Browns week one at minus one and a half. I love the Panthers. It's hard not to take that one just based on the the juice alone. And you got that dog factor in you and you're just, you, you're like, Oh, you're, you're uh, we're getting one point. That's it. That's all we need. I don't hate it. Um, love it. So, so, Hey, I was saying it earlier, <clears throat> the home dogs this week, it's endless. It's amount. And I'm going to be honest, you know, normally I like to wake up, I look at the board and I say, man, board looks great this week. Board is making me poop my pants this week, <laughs> and I'm trying to think big brain about it. So that means if I hate it, I must love it. So I actually love the board this week, which is great to see. But the one thing that stood out to me that just isn't sitting well with me is uh, the New England Patriots going down to Miami as a dog at three and a half. And the biggest thing I'm seeing there is just that hook. Uh, Bill Belichick is too smart. Uh, to not have a defense prepared for Tua Tungavailoa and first-year head coach in Miami. I just fully believe, given Bill Belichick three-and-a-half points in the division in Miami is just a little disrespectful. So I think they can keep it that close, if not win that game. I got the Pats plus three at Hard Rock. I like that game too, Frank. Good pick. There we go. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Round two here. Yep. Inner... Division, home, dog. Oh, boy. Okay. We're going up into Minnesota Mm. to watch the Vikings host the Green Bay Packers. Uh Frank, what happened last year when we did the Sheep Shark Week 1? I don't remember. Jameis Winston and the Saints played against the Green Bay Packers in Jacksonville, and the Saints were only getting three and a half points. They ended up winning by five touchdowns. Green Bay gets off to a slow start historically. Minnesota's tough at home, and Minnesota plays Green Bay tough at home. I like the Vikings to come out the gate. Dalvin Cook healthy, Justin Jefferson fresh, Kirk Kujin, the Sparty, coming out hot, firing a couple TDs, 
Give me the Vikings plus one and a half at home against the Packers. I love it. Love it. Love the reasoning. Pick, pick scares the shit out of me, but it is a home dog in her division, and that's Pizzo's division winner there. So we'll stay on the, the home dog trend here, but I'm going to go ahead and, and this dog that I'm talking about doesn't have much bark in him. This home dog ain't getting enough points, Frank. Okay. I hate this home dog. <laughs> Give me the Ravens in New York against the Jets, only minus seven against a very, very weak New York Jets football team. Big day for Lamar, huge day for Mark Andrews. I think a lot of little shifty plays, a lot of dump into J.K. Dobbins. I think that the Ravens blow out the Jets that day. Give me the Ravens minus seven. Um, love your reasoning there. I have little to no respect for the, the New York football Jets, um, and I just said how much I like the Ravens. Sound team going into just kind of a, quite frankly, a shit show, you know, like Zach Wilson, what's what's is his knee messed up? Is he banging Mills? Who knows what's going on? Who's there? Is it Flacco? Revenge tour. Oh my God, it's <laughs> wow. Flacco. People are talking about Baker and you know yeah. the Browns, but yeah. and Russ with yeah. wow, this wow. is the actual revenge tour. Yeah, no, I definitely like the Ravens <laughs> minus seven. They're gonna kill. I can't said. believe Flacco's in the NFL still. Yeah. All right, I love it. Uh, situation here uh, again. The dogs are barking. They're here to eat. We mentioned them for at nauseum earlier in the show. It's too many points for an interdivision game. I don't care that they went to the Super Bowl last year, but Mike Tomlin and the Pittsburgh Steelers are going into Cincy as six-and-a-half-point dogs. I will probably buy that up to seven just to be safe, but you can take it right at six-and-a-half. I'll stand by that. Steelers plus six-and-a-half going into Cincy. Mitch Trubisky welcome party, banner raising, or they didn't win a banner. They didn't, they didn't win the ring, but he's spoiling the party. That's what you're trying to say. Good pick. Good pick, Frank. I think that's a good one. All right. Round three. Round three. All right, guys. Um, let's go with this game. So I'm kind of between a couple games here. Um, I think I'm going to go with this one. Frank, you really like this team. You picked him to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Breakout year. Derek Carr stinks. Mm -hmm. But they always play each other closely. Okay? And I'm seeing a hook there. A three-and-a-half point spread. The Las Vegas Raiders at the Los Angeles Chargers. No, not Oakland at San Diego. Las Vegas at Los Angeles. And I just think it's going to be a field goal game either way. I think the Chargers could win. But I like it to be very tight. Give me the Raiders at the Chargers plus three and a half this week. I don't hate the pick. Uh, I would argue that outside of betting against Denver at mile high, the Raiders are the NFL team I have the least confidence in betting, um, whether it's for or against in either direction. I saw that game. I think it's poison. Okay. So, but I like your pick. I like the balls. Three and a half on the Raiders. I like it. All right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna switch it up a little bit here and go with a little over/under action for you guys. Oh, who are two high-powered offenses? They are playing at 4:25 in the afternoon. Two pretty big quarterback <laughs> named. One of them you might have known by Mahomes. The other by Kyler Murray. And two 
Very subpar defenses, to say the least. I think this game's going to be a shootout. The over-under is not high enough. It's at 53-and-a-half. Give me the over to that game. Thank you very much. Keeping it simple. Keeping it simple. I, um, man, I can't stand Kyler Murray. Just side note there. I think he stinks. <clears throat> All right, over of 53-and-a-half on the KC-Arizona game, which leaves it to me to decide my last pick. I got a couple on the board here. And there's a couple paths I could take. <sighs> so what to do? Um, this is tough for me. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take Old Faithful. I'm going to keep it simple. Um, I said they're going to the Super Bowl this year. You know, people think there's trouble in paradise. There's all these problems with the Tampa Bay Bucks. They're going into Dallas is that the Sunday night game? Yep. That's the Sunday night game, primetime Brady. He's going to want to shut everybody up. And like I said, Dallas are choke artists. It does scare me a little bit because Dallas is at home, but I feel like for some reason that place is so comfortable and so nice that's not even really a home field advantage. So I got the Bucks minus two and a half going into Dallas week one, primetime Sunday night football. There we go. Good stuff. I like it. Good stuff. So those are our picks. And now, Channy, do you want to do your sheep shark? Yeah, we can do, do a little sheep shark. Let's do it. You want to do that? All right. We took up a couple of the higher selections. I know the Saints. You want to quickly explain it? Yeah, yeah, Sweet. I'll explain it to everybody. So um, I, there's a, a couple different websites that show where a lot of the sports uh, action and betting is sided with. So how much percentage of the money is on a certain team, how much is on the other team. So you always say the Sharks have the less amount of money um, because Vegas always wins. And the Sheep are a ton of people who believe the headlines, go in a herd, all bet the same thing just to all lose. So what we're going to do is our Sheep Shark bet of the day. Are you going to be with the Sharks, which is the smaller percentage of money, or are you going to go with the Sheep, which is betting the larger side? Okay. And this one takes us to 425 in Glendale, Arizona. 81% of the money is on the Kansas City Chiefs, minus six, going to Arizona with a team without their top receiver, DeAndre Hopkins. Only 19% of the money and 28% of the bets are on the Arizona Cardinals. So, Frank, are you going to be a sheep and take the Chiefs? Or are you going to be a shark and roll with the Cardinals? Uh, I have no problem jumping right all over this one. Um, like I said, Mahomes is coming in with a chip on his shoulder, and I don't think Kyler Murray knows 10% of his own playbook, and he can't see over his own line, and now he doesn't have his best receiver. <laughs> Put me with the sheep. It's KC. Easy. Minus six. Lou, we're going over to you. Are you a sheep or a <laughs> shark? You hear me? <laughs> one more time. Yeah, I'm a sheep today for that one. I think they get blown out as well. I like a uh, heavy dose of Mahomes. Sheep me up. Sheep me up, Buttercup. Chiefs minus six. All right. Well, I'm going to have to teach you guys a thing or two here in this betting life, okay? Rule number one, look at where the action is. Rule number two, sheep travel together. Oh, <laughs> I actually already wrote This one's too easy. Vegas is not ready. They're going to take a couple weeks to get their lines down. This one, my friends, is very easy. Give me the Kansas City Chiefs minus six. They win by double digits. 
All right. Well, Team there, ride. There you have it. Ten picks for you guys. They don't um, call them the sheep for nothing. Yeah. No, they don't. They ride together. They buy together. Uh, just keep it safe out there, team. lot of home dogs. Vegas is licking their lips. Don't get too excited. It is week one. We don't know these teams yet. Um, that being said, I'm going to have ten beers before noon and <laughs> get into that 401K. Chandler, while you got uh, that open over there, do you by chance have the numbers for Indy and Houston? Because I feel like that's a super lopsided game as well. Mm, pretty even, 60-40. Okay, that's not as bad as yeah. I thought. Okay. All right. All right. Well, good job, boys. That was our NFL preview. We picked all the division winners and our Super Bowl champs along with this week's picks. We need to jump into college uh, shortly here before we close it out with over under. Um, And I know both of you, especially Chandler, would probably like to skip over um, this section for the day. But we do have to look at last week where we all picked uh, two games. And we had some insane finishes. Um, So just looking at the list here, um, I was able to hit my pick of Florida plus three at Utah and Kentucky covered over Miami of Ohio at 16 uh, 16 and a half. Pizzo missed on pit seven and a half half over West Virginia. Damn hook. Yeah, but Georgia was able to prison pound and beat the piss out of Oregon. Um, So he covered there. And then Chandler, very, very, very tough um, afternoon missing what both both bets by a point a point a point yeah yeah, yep. yeah. Um, and just in general some of the most insane opening weeks of college football games I've ever seen awesome games and what the number one that Chandler probably had money on was that App State over over UNC that was just that was insane the App State scored forty points in the fourth and lost insane I thought I was reading it wrong. And it, it said, like, the fourth and 40. I was like, oh, they went to overtime. I was like, that game went to overtime. After scoring right. three in the third. Yeah. And it was a two-point game, so I thought for sure it went to overtime. Right. Right. Yeah, that was insane. That was a crazy game. The other one that was crazy was I looked, I said, wow, Iowa squeaked out a 7-3 win. And then I saw they scored a field goal and two safeties. I thought ESPN, because none of those apps ever work, I thought it was broken. Like, I kept getting this update that they were getting safeities, and mm-hmm. I was like – Okay, so they scored a touchdown. It's the exact same thing. <laughs> and those two games were going on like at the same time. That seven to three pissing match, and then the the sixty three sixty one, like that's insane. Right. Wild. That was that could be one of the best games of the year already in week one, with how many touchdowns and what over sixty points in the fourth quarter alone. Yeah, but then but then not to be outdone was the LSU Florida State game, which was man, I could drink. Brian Kelly's tears. I just I loved every minute of that. He's looks a little rattled. I think it's going to get a lot worse before it gets better down there because they have that kid who's now threatening to transfer. Yep, taking all of his LSU stuff off his Instagram. I mean, I think I think BK's a little in over his head right now. Yeah, I, and I'm I'm excited for Florida State. I feel like that was such a good team growing up that you know, and they've stunk for so long that it's good to see them back in the game. Their quarterback looked great. Travis, guy's a gunslinger. I uh, I had I got pretty greedy with that game. I took him plus four, and then at half I took him minus two. Wow, love uh, it. So I pushed, which is a win. We all know that. Yeah. But but like I could not believe they were going in with a minute left to score a touchdown, and then LSU flipped the field and took it. The that other was way. insane. And they then when they it and, and then they blocked tossed. the extra point. I was still pumped. They blocked the extra point because I really felt if it went to overtime, LSU was going to win that right. game. Yeah, yeah. Well, we talked about why they didn't go for two there. 
Right. Don't you feel that they got you? You go ten plays, ninety-seven yards, no time left on the clock. You're basically at home. Mm-hmm. Don't you go for the jugular there? They didn't get stopped one play on that drive. I think that's got a lot to say about. I think uh, BK was probably just like so scared to lose that game, and he just felt probably lucky to even be there. That he was like, let's just kick this thing and make sure we get to OT. At you least. know, I don't know if I fully disagree with it, mm-hmm. but you know, because if you, it's one of those things, you miss the. You don't really question them for the, getting the extra point blocked. Right. You know, but if you miss the two-point conversion, then right. it's like, what are you doing? Right. So, I don't know. Yeah. If they make, you know, if they go for it and make it. I feel like it was house money at that point in time. Yeah. Pick up a fumble on the two-yard line. I mean. Right. You got all insane. the momentum. Right. Do or die. Let's ride. Yeah. But uh, it was happy to see Brian Kelly lose. That guy stinks. <laughs> dude, dude, I hate that guy. Um, and before we get into um, – our picks, I do want to just touch on Michigan, Michigan State uh, real quick. MSU, our boys, did kind of what they like to do week one, which is look like shit. Let teams linger around till yeah. the fourth. Yep, and then just kind of slowly pull away, but not really convincingly. They did cover, which is nice, um, but definitely was not a very uh, convincing game by really anybody. I know Thorne had four touchdowns, but he's still, like, only passed 50%. And they, you know, opening – Three and out to start the game was definitely like a little disheartening. Yeah, I think they they could have played better. Uh, I did like uh, Berger. I thought he looked pretty good out of the backfield. It looks like he can carry the workload um, and be that lead type of back. Um, but a couple big losses between Darius Snow getting that hurt, hurt. That one and then you know Xavier Henderson. They don't know how long he's going to be out. But that's obviously two key pieces in the defense that get hurt in a game that they they technically probably didn't even need them in. That sucks. That yeah. really was a kick in the dick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wasn't, like, overly excited after the game. Like, I thought we played good, but I didn't think we were, like, damn, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> you, got, you know, like, I wanted to be, like, damn. Yeah. But, you know, I was like, okay, we look good. But, you know, a lot of stuff to build on. Um, who was the guy on defense that had an absolute dog of a day? Winman? Yeah. Winman, yeah. yeah. Winman he- had a day, so that was exciting to see. Some new guys that you didn't really hear about before the season started, you know? Um, but Trey Mosley, you know, he kind of had, he had like an all right day. Yeah. He had a tug. So, I mean, a lot of, a lot of work to do still, but you know, I'm excited. Week one stuff. I'm glad they got, um, they get Akron before going to Washington for that's Mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Clean up some things. Um, and then just, just with Michigan, I know they fucking killed Colorado state. I just, I finally like caught up fully on their quarterback situation. Like I kind of knew it, but I just want like it's it's so that's going to be such an issue. I feel like internally, like one of them's definitely going to leave, and I just feel like Harbaugh set the whole thing up for JJ to be the starter. Yeah, like Hawaii might be the worst team we've learned in college football. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, they just got blown out again by like Western Kentucky. Right, blown out like some yeah. ridiculous score, like they did versus Vandy. Right. And uh, so they might be the worst team in college football, and I think Harbaugh set that up for, uh, you know, week one there's always some issues. So I think he just set it up for it to be J.J.'s job. That's going to be like varsity against freshmen. It's going to be bad. Yeah. I I think, uh, you know, at the end of the day, he's got to rip the Band-Aid off and let one of them transfer. Yeah. And I think, like you mentioned, Frank, it's apparent. He's going to go with J.J., gives him a higher ceiling, and uh, Cade's going to be going somewhere else, unfortunately. Yeah. For them. Or maybe fortunately, who knows? Yeah, yeah, right. All right, well, let's get into uh, our college picks for the weekend. Uh, We went over what happened 
um, last week. So we'll give you guys one pick here on the college side of things, um, and then we'll close you out with over, under. Um, does anyone got a hankering to go first here? Yeah, me, because I'm not going to say anything insightful. It was yeah. the first game I saw. Looked easy. Uh, team that looked good last week against a team who's historically bad. Give me West Virginia minus 13 hosting Kansas. That's all I got. Go ahead, Pizzo. <laughs> All right, so back to the game that I was telling you about pre <laughs> in the middle of our NFL picks. But uh, uh, the team that, that took Chandler's heart last week, UNC is at Georgia State, and they are minus seven that game. Uh, Georgia State just got blown out by South Carolina, 38-17, to 17, I think, uh, week one. So give me the Tar Heels minus seven at Georgia State. I love it. Boys aren't overthinking. Um, I'm trying to keep the streak alive here. I'm staring two games down the barrel. Um, I got one that's like a head pick, and I got one that's a heart pick. I think I'm going to go with my gut, um, which never usually works out, but that's what we're going to do. And basically, I'm just looking at this one, uh, and it just seems like too many points is what I'm thinking. So Vanderbilt is hosting Wake Forest. Wake Forest is a a 13-and-a-half-point favorite. Um, it just seems like way too many points, especially for an SEC team at home. Uh, Vandy's got some confidence after smacking around Hawaii in week zero. So I am going with Vandy as a 13-and-a-half-point as a dog at home versus Wake Forest. There we go. Vandy didn't look too bad, although it was against Hawaii. But Yeah, well, who'd they, did they play anyone last week? Frank, I was, I was looking so intently because I was trying to find the odds. You might be onto something here. What's that? Only 13% of the money on Vanderbilt. It doesn't make sense to me. It's Wake Forest. I know they're ranked in the top 25, right. but it's an SEC team at school or at, uh, at home. Um, and I just, it's too many points. It reminds me of the Northwestern Nebraska game. There we to go. To be quite honest. Good pick. Thank you. All right. So that's what we're going with. And that's it. That's, that's the football talk of the, uh, of the day. That was the whole podcast. Get, get used to it. So let's move into over-under. Jerry sent over the list today. Jerry's been Johnny on the spot, honestly. Like, I forget to text him sometimes that we're recording, and he'll always reach out to me um, and say, like, hey, do you need need picks today? So Jerry's really been on it, and I do appreciate it. I know Jerry's also coaching, like, high school soccer. Um, So good luck to whatever. I'll find out the name of the team, and we'll give them a shout every week. Yeah, dap them up a little bit. Yeah, dap them up, get the boys know. We love our uh, high school coaches here. All right, number one. On the list, um, Lou, you're going to go first here. Let's very, do it. very seasonal, maybe a little early in the season, but pumpkin spice latte. Fucking pumpkin spice, eh? <laughs> Just diving right into the old fall spirit. He's right into it. Um, I'll be honest. I think pumpkin spice is just, the taste is just a little bit too much for me. I'm not, you know, I love, I like like pumpkin pie. I think is really good. I like pumpkin flavored stuff, but pumpkin spice for whatever reason is just too much. Reminds me of Starbucks too. And just like fucking, you know, that whole crowd. (laughs) So I'm going to say, uh, overrated. So it's the pumpkin spice latte, correct? Specifically the pumpkin spice latte. So I, I'm just going to be honest. I've, I've never had one. Okay. Um, everyone, you know, thinks the world of them. And if I haven't had one and everyone thinks they're the best thing on earth, I think that says enough. Overrated. Yeah. Um, going to keep it simple as well. I don't believe I've had one either, Chandler. Yeah. I don't think I've had a pumpkin spice latte. I agree with what you said too, though, Pizzo. Pumpkin pie, one of my favorite 
pumpkin ice. Pumpkin yep. ice cream, if you guys ever had it, very oh. underrated. Oh, yeah. Sounds get good. It as a kid. I've never it's had it. It's a nice little treat every once in a while, but I've never had the latte. Um, and I'm not scared of, uh, you know, girly type drinks at Starbucks, and I've never gotten this one, believe it or not, but I'm going to say it's overrated. Three in a row. All right, number two, Chandler, you're up. Small town carnivals, Apple Fest, for example. Oh, gosh. <laughs> this is my wheelhouse. Underrated. I love carnivals. I love going to fairs. You got my Armada Fair bit. I look like Wolverine walking around with the corn dogs in between my fingers. So um, I will say small town fairs are underrated. Yeah, I mean, if you think they're overrated, you just, you know, you're kind of Scrooge, in my opinion. Um, I don't even like rides really much, but, like, carnivals are just great. The whole, like, novelty of them and playing games and the food, the elephant ears, the corn dogs, like you said. Um, just, I really like them. They're good. Good, warm, fuzzy feeling. So, underrated small-town carnivals. Himalaya. Um, yeah, Talk you, about I mean, it. I mean, boys, <laughs> I'm going to keep it You're simple You're a car- part-time like, carny. <laughs> love carnies, not only the rides, but the games, the food, the people watching. It's just, you can do it for date night, or you can take your kids there, or you can bring the whole family. I mean, yeah. it's like a fucking Swiss Army knife of events. <laughs> you can so. sneaky get, like, a little tuned up. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Or not even sneaky. Not even yeah. sneaky, yeah. right? Beer tent at all. Yeah, you yeah. just get wasted. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely underrated. Yeah, 100%. No-brainer. Yeah, easy one. Love it. All right, number three, uh, Green Day, the band. I'm up. Um, I liked Green Day. I like Green Day. Uh, I had, I forgot their CD with like, it's got like the mushroom cr- cloud blowing Dookie? up on it. Was, was it that the one? Dookie, yeah. yeah. Yeah, My sister had that CD. I used to listen to it. And then I had the one of, I think it's American Idiot where he's squeezing the heart. Um, I was actually going to go to that concert they were having. It was like the Mega Death Tour with, it was like Green Day, Weezer, and Fallout Boy. I love all that shit. So Green Day's underrated for me. Yeah, I'm going to keep it simple as well. I was a big Green Day guy growing up back in the day. I mean, I don't like still listen to a lot of their music, but they had tons of hits. I can't say that they sucked at all. They're kind of like, you know what? This is probably Mike get shot for this, but, you know, Nickelback stuff, like another one, dude. <laughs> Fucking Nickelback's underrated, okay, everyone? You hear that? Is that working, Frank? Nickelback, no, yeah. underrated, I agree Green with Day, this underrated. I agree with this take. They're just, they were a punching bag for a long time. I don't hate a lot of Nickelback I don't know who, stuff. like, how the joking all started. It didn't make sense to me, but now it's, did it, Now it's Imagine Dragons. Now it's Imagine Dragons who yep. eats all the crow, who I also listen to. So maybe I'm just a basic white guy, and they figured me out. I don't care if I'm part of the system or whatever. I don't care. I don't give a shit. I like it, okay? I don't need to be fucking unique. I hear you, brother. Yeah. I don't either. We're going to keep it real. Um, we're going to keep it real here. We're not going to do this, like, just argue for takes type of stuff. No. Like, Green Day is underrated. Yeah. I'm fine with it, too. I can be a system guy, too, Frank. And yeah. I think Green Day's had uh, its fair share of hits, and I hope you let the time of your life. Yeah, I mean, that, that suicide song is great. That's one of those songs where it's like you wash your car while it's raining because you're so sad, you know? It's just yeah. like, I, li- I like Basket good, good case and, like, American Idiot is ride. like, yeah. Nah, 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 nah. I love, yeah. Dude, they had a ton of jams. Green Day, guys. Fuck yeah. Sweet. <laughs> All right. Rock on. Money. Um, I already know this answer, but Pizzo, you are up uh, for Meat Lovers Pizza. Meat Lovers Pizza over underrated. Wow. I actually might. I'm going to throw some people off here. You and are. I'm going to say that it is an overrated pie just due to the fact that it's too many toppings that take too long to cook and that... The, the pie doesn't get cooked underneath all of that type of meat topping. So I feel like it's not really a supreme crisp on your on your pie there. So 
The Meat Lovers isn't actually one of my favorites. I'm going to say it's overrated. Wow. That was insightful. And we all have worked at a pizza shop, if anybody yeah. missed that part of the show. Damn, man. I thought I was going to be a contrarian to you here, but I'm the same way as you, man. Too much meat, too heavy. It's always floppy. Yeah. I don't know. I like some veggies on mine with some meat. Um, I think Meat Lovers Pizza is overrated. It's just too much. Yeah. Okay. Well, fair points. I didn't realize you both were vegans. Um, <laughs> I love a meat lover's pizza. I'm a meat lover. Um, yeah, you love meat. Yeah, so fuck, so fuck me up with it. Yeah, it gets a little floppy, and it's a little fucking greasy. Sorry, guys. Didn't realize when you guys turned into colossal pussies. <laughs> but, but I fucking like a meat lover's pizza. You put it in front of me, I'm never turning that shit down. I don't care if it's Lent on a fucking Friday. I'll chomp the living shit out of that pizza. All right? I love a meat lover's. More meat, the better. Oh, love it. Good take. Yeah. Underrated. Number five, uh, it's on Chandler to close her out here. Um, I, I always just read right. Jerry, I think, puts little notes that like he thinks I'm just going to think to myself, but I just read it. <laughs> and he wrote, mushrooms, either the silly ones or the ones you eat, which it's the same fucking thing, uh, up to you. So mushrooms. Mushrooms is the word. Um, I mean, they're different answers for me, so... Yeah, the th- silly ones are underrated, and the ones you can eat are overrated. <laughs> Which so. the silly ones you can also eat. Yes, Jerry, newsflash. Yes, so I like getting. Silly. I'm going to say mushrooms overall are underrated. Yeah, we'll I'm, leave it at that. I'm going to say the same. Uh, I never really liked mushrooms too much. Like I liked them on steak. I liked like having them cooking with them. But then um, they turned out to be like my wife's one of her favorite foods. So she kind of got me onto them, and now I like them. So I just think overall. Whether I'm hallucinating with Scooby-Doo or, like, getting a mushroom pizza with my wife, or it's underrated. It's underrated. Yeah, I, I agree. I, definitely underrated for me. I like mushrooms as, like, a vegetable on my food. Or, I guess not a vegetable, but a fungus on my food. <laughs> Correct. Um, and also, like, the trippy ones as well. Microdosing got pretty big the last couple of years, so I know that was floating around. And, you know, when you're up north with the boys hanging out, buying yeah. fire setting, going to places like that. Eat a couple shrooms, live a little, folks. Yeah, it's underrated. <laughs> Turned to do a giggle fest. I think people always think you gotta like, you know, it just it's like a full like on hallucination. Yeah. yeah, that's what I feel like. A lot of times, people think it's like so intense where yeah. they're like, "Fuck that, I'm never doing mm-hmm. it." And it you, like, you don't take it and see cartoons running around on the floor. You no, know? like, no, that's not how it is. You just laugh. You have a good time with your friends. You're fucking loose yeah. as a goose. Like, yeah, yeah, underrated. We'll have to do a we'll have to do a shroom show. Oh yeah, sure. Sure. Be fucking drooling on the mic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. I'll be talking into a Sprite bottle. All right. Just like on our pizzas, but. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Meat lovers. Can't believe you guys. Follow meat lovers. The grease got on my fingies. All right. Well, that is it. Uh, Don't forget to follow the stories. Make your picks. We'll be keeping score all year. I'm out to the early lead. Chandler's trying to find his way, but that's only after week one of college. Pros haven't even started yet, and Pizzo's kind of right down the middle. Um Thanks for listening to us, you guys. We hope you're with us all year. Uh, If you are on Spotify, don't forget to rate this five stars. Please do the same on iTunes and write a review. As always, check out the store. We're on TikTok, Instagram, everywhere else in between. Um, And then last but not least, if you are looking for an email newsletter of Detroit Sports Weekly, go to GordyBerry.com. Fill out your email to subscribe. Um, Again, thank you guys so much for listening, um, and good luck on all your bets this weekend. 
rock and roll fam. Good luck out there. Ride with your boy. Fade your boy. Either way, you with your boy. Everyone have a great week one. Thank you for listening. See ya.